0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I am your host, Alex Benelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo, no Dean Montalbano. As always, uh, Dean was on a, hot, a little hot streak, though. What he you, two in a row?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's actually unheard of how uh, he had two in a row, but yeah, he's, he's back to his old ways. I'm actually not going to cry over it, because fuck that guy, but whatever.
0: We said before the pod, all-time make fun of Dean podcast, so... Let's get right to it.
1: Yeah, uh, I, it just annoys me how he's a video game guy and he's fucking leading our betting right now. So it's pissing me off. So we got to do better, Sauce. There's one of us has to. We can't let this fucking clown win. The guy just I, fucking. I feel like he closes his eyes and looks at the fucking slate and then like just points, and that's how he decides on what he bets on.
0: I, it's annoying because he usually bets on one game too. Yeah, no. Like so
1: it's like all he's all or nothing. He goes all in.
0: Right. I mean. Video game, say what you want, video game guy. He he is the pit boss, so you know, I'll give him a little credit. But we're gonna I come was, out, we're gonna come out on top. I, I don't, I don't, I don't fear Dean.
1: I don't. Oh, God no, I just think he gets lucky as fuck. But it's also just like he, he before the season, he he uh, announces a Utah fan. They shut the bed immediately. <laughs> he, he goes to TCU, and then I walk into his house last week, and he's fucking playing video games while the TCU game's on. Like, what the fuck is this, man?
0: Brutal. It's a really bad look for the, for our podcast.
1: Brutal look. And the, but you know, I'm I'm an open book. I'm honest to the listeners. So they have to know that we have a fucking fraud in our midst. Jesus
0: Christ. And then when he, and then when he talks about his big boards, he's like, I watched this guy all season. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. You were watching fucking Ninja (laughs) while you, while you were playing other games. Fucking Christ. Okay. Um,
1: Let's get a little therapy session. That was good.
0: That was good. Um, yeah, I don't fear Dean at all. I fear college football betting because it's just taking all my money this season. I really need the season to end.
1: I was doing super well <laughs> until the last three, last month. I've just gotten actually ass raped. So.
0: But I have a feeling uh, we're about to get hot right before the playoffs. So stay with us. We'll have some big time bets coming your way. But first, uh, let's preview a few of these games this weekend. Slate's not great. Um, but obviously, all these games are still very important for playoff purposes. Nobody can have a letdown. Um, so let's get right into it. Number nine, Alabama at number 11, Ole Miss. Um, not an important game for Alabama, but a very important game for Ole Miss to stay pace with LSU and hoping that they lose a game. Um, and as we've seen, uh, Alabama is an 11 and a half point favorite right now. Um, pretty crazy that they're a double-digit favorite to any not any team, but uh, a ranked team, nonetheless. Ray, what do you think about this one?
1: Yeah, I think that line's uh, pretty outrageous. I think this is like a, a kind of like a namesake line. To be honest with you, I think it's just Alabama getting that. But dude, on the road, Ole Miss is a tough team. Lane Kiffin, you know he wants to beat Saban and Alabama up a little bit. I feel like he he seems like a little petty motherfucker. Yeah, but I, <laughs> big not, time. Not only that, I think it's kind of a tough matchup for them. They've, I agree. They've, been, they've been struggling to stop the run, especially with like the mobile quarterbacks. Dart can move. Uh, they've got Judkins and... Um, I don't know why I'm blanking on them. And uh, uh, Evans. Evans. Yeah, Evans, who I really like, uh, in the backfield. So, And they've run that fucking high pace offense. I feel like they're going to tr- kind of try to tire Alabama out. Uh, and in the fourth quarter, we saw what happened in fourth quarter in overtime last week. They just could not stop the run. Dude, that... I didn't get to mention it on the recap pod, but I had... Um, I had Bam in my teaser, like I think it was like six and a half. So when they scored that touchdown in overtime, I started like, oh my God, am I gonna be end up like fucking coming out of this with a yeah. win? And then first fucking play, Jaden Daniels runs in for a touchdown. I wanted to break everything in my room. I was freaking like <laughs> fuck out. But I really think that like that sort of um I think that's an example of what could happen in this game. I think that uh Ole is high tempo offense, they've got the running game, they've got the mobile quarterback, not as much as Daniels was still mobile. Uh I think they can kind of wear him out and In the fourth quarter, I think that they're going to lean on that running game heavy.
0: Right. I agree. I mean, especially for Alabama, like you come off a devastating loss like that. Your season's over. How do you stay motivated for a game like this? I mean, Saban's going to get the boys ready to play enough. But for a lot of these guys, like these are these are tapes for the NFL now.
1: Also, I don't know necessarily the tiebreakers, but is it over?
0: theoretically uh, like they well, could
1: still win the sec
0: i mean right? i i guess technically but lsu and Ole miss would i mean obviously starting with this game but lsu would need to drop a couple um
1: so I guess
0: LSU, lsu's got they're at arkansas this week they're home against uab and then they're at texas a&m
1: so i guess is it you know if the tiebreaker is head-to-head is that what it is
0: uh i believe so
1: okay well that would make more sense then it will be a lot harder but I don't think this LSU at Arkansas today. I mean, uh, this week. It, I mean, that line reflects it. It's not. I don't think it's gonna be a gimme. And A&M's been playing teams tough re- recently too. We all know that they're super talented with their um like that uh, recruiting class. So I don't know. I I think Saban. I don't, I'm not really too worried about Alabama getting up to play. I think Saban. I mean, Nick Saban is Nick Saban. He'll have the guys ready. All right. I'm just more oh. worried. I'm just more worried about their ability, their inability to stop the run, and then the lack of pre- playmakers on the outside. Still, I mean, we've been saying it all year, but that shit worries me
0: right um yeah and just for Ole Miss for their last three games too if they were to come away with this win against Alabama they got they're at Arkansas after this week and then they're home against Mississippi State so not a cakewalk for them either yeah. um so I mean Bab- what is there things have happened right Bama gets Austin P
1: after this then who else um let me see. Oh, yeah. I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up quick. Oh, right. It's Austin P. I know. I will never fucking forget. Yeah. That. I oh, remember. oh, and then Auburn. Oh, yeah, of course. Fucking and Auburn. Auburn. Yeah, 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 right. They're out um, home for that, though.
0: So crazier things have happened. Um, I I don't know.
1: I, I'm rooting for mayhem, personally.
0: I mean, well, we're always rooting for mayhem.
1: Actually, I lied. Mayhem yeah. helps
0: Ohio State indefinitely, too.
1: Y yeah, True. I think this is kind of a win-win game for me because I lo- always love seeing Alabama lose, and I kind of—I don't know why—I've always been like a little bit of a Lane Kiffin fanboy. You do love Lane I, Kiffin. I, I don't know why. It's just he, I'm a sucker for him. So he's so charming. Yeah, but, <laughs> that might then,
0: not be the word I was thinking.
1: Yeah, and then if Alabama uh, wins, it's, it's just—I think mayhem's going to ensue because I really don't. I think LSU has their hands full uh, this week at Arkansas.
0: Right. It'll be really interesting. Uh, I'm excited. I. <sighs>
1: Real question, actually, we gotta go down this hypothetical. Train. I
0: didn't knew I was thinking about it too, and I didn't want to.
1: So, <laughs> a two loss. Let's say they have a two loss SEC championship and game, and and they win, and they win the SEC. So, no, but so Georgia and Tennessee, one loss, not SEC champions. There's a two loss SEC champion. What the fuck happens? There? I mean,
0: it, not, too many things. It's too hard to even get into. If TCU's undefeated. They're in. Um, the Big Ten champion is in. And then you would think these two SEC teams are in. Um, Which, I mean, I then know. if if one of these Big Ten teams gets blown out, it's only one. Or if it's a close game, it could be two. But then it, let's, let's just say it was a really close game between Michigan and Ohio State. And TCU goes undefeated, but all these games, like it has been, it's like comeback wins and like, they're not impressive wins. And Alabama wins the SEC with two losses.
1: I, I, dude, this <laughs> did you get in or? This is probably the craziest playoff picture, I think, since its inception, right?
0: Yeah. And it's really fucked too, because I feel like a lot of these people on the committee don't watch. I mean, not even I feel, I know these, all these people on the committees don't watch all these games. And a lot of it is box score, which is brutal.
1: I think a lot of it's box score and a lot of it's money. And
0: it's name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's name brands. So, if you're picking between an undefeated TCU team and a, a Michigan, really good, a one-loss Michigan team.
1: Especially if Michigan, let's say, got, I mean, Michigan versus Ohio State in the first round, too. Right. Like, how you you know what I mean? I think that's definitely going to come into play.
0: Right. Oh, God. Somebody's going to be disappointed. <laughs>
1: so, I guess, you know, I don't think you have anything on this uh, Bama game, but gut feeling, what do you think happens?
0: Um... I think Ole Miss actually keeps this game close. I'm really worried about their deep. Their defense is struggling in these last few games. Um, I do think Alabama ends up winning this game, but
1: I like the over.
0: I like the over, and I like. Uh, I would probably take Ole Miss with the points, but
1: uh, I think I think I agree. I'm not. am I'm not, I'm touch not touching 20, this game.
0: But, yeah. Um. That's probably where I would lead. All right. Let's get to the second game. Uh, got number 25, Washington, and number six, Oregon. Oregon, a half point favorite right now. They are rolling. Uh, Bo Nix, honestly, I've never seen a player turn it around so much after one game. Uh, that that one game against Georgia, we were talking about it. It was same same old Bo Nix. Um, he's played awesome. He's played awesome this year. Um, 36 total touchdowns in eight games since that first game. Um, he really has been electric, and he's brought this team back. Um to To a really good shot, honestly, to get into the playoff, especially with um, with Alabama losing and with uh, with Tennessee losing. Um, Ray, what do you think about this one? And what do you think about Oregon's shot? Um, I don't have TCU's schedule in front of me, um, but the Big 12's a gauntlet. So I, I really don't think TCU goes undefeated. I actually think they lose this week.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, this game, I mean, you know, I just said that I have a soft spot for Lane Kiffin. I have the opposite of that for Bo Nix. I think he's a fucking fraud. Uh, big game. Bo is going to show up in this one. I think. Uh, I don't think he's. I mean, they are home. I think that's the only thing that helps. Oregon. I know down the stretch they do. I'm pretty sure get Utah. And I want to say it's they get at Utah, Utah next week. It's at Utah, right? Oh no, it's home. Damn, these uh, fuckers are getting these fuckers getting lucky with that schedule because at Utah is so much different than playing Utah on the road. Utah yeah. for, for some reason they just can't play on the road. But uh, in terms of this game. This is another one, too. These teams are uh, eerily similar. I feel like both these defenses I don't really trust, like, at all. Um, Washington, more, obviously, a more pass-heavy team with Penix, who's been having a really good year since uh, transferring from fucking Indiana. Uh, I, I just – I feel like he, uh, Washington's got to keep him upright. Uh, I've talked about it, like, many times. O- uh, Oregon's pass rush is kind of non-existent this year. They haven't really been able to fill that void that Kayvon left. So, I think if they can keep them upright – uh, and just pass the ball. I think that they're going to have a really good shot. I think this is another one where the spread is kind of, kind of wacky. I, I kind of like Washington with the points here.
0: Yeah, I agree. I do like Washington with the points. Um, I do think Oregon wins this game. Um, like I said, Bonix has been really good, and playing at Eugene is always is always tough. Um, but yeah, for, I mean. At home against Washington, at home against Utah is big, and then they finish the season at Oregon State. Um, they're obviously hoping for some madness ahead of them because um, they are in control of the Pac-12 right now, um, undefeated in, in the conference. So I'd be curious to see who they end up playing. I think the UCLA and USC both have one loss, right? Uh,
1: yes. I don't know if they – do they play each other? Let me see, I'll pull it up right now. I don't. Um, um, I'm assuming they would, right? Yeah, they play each other next week too. Damn, next week is loaded. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, they do could I think they had? they do control their own destiny, but they need to win this game. And if for playoff purposes, I think they need to win this game impressively.
0: Right. And I think goes this, the same for for a Utah game too.
1: Yeah, 100 percent They I think uh, this one's gonna be a shootout, dude. I don't think either of these defenses are worth a lick uh it's just i think both these offenses get done kind of different ways too oregon's gonna lean on that run game while washington just wants to air the ball out so i'm curious
0: right i mean it all hinges on on what happens to tcu in these next in these next few weeks um for them to get in but yeah they got to keep it rolling and if not they'll be in a really good bowl game um let's move on to the last game only got three this week uh Got the team we were just talking about. Number four TCU at number eighteen Texas Tech, and Texas a seven point favorite right now. Um, it was another come from behind victory for TCU. They've been making a habit out of it. It seems like every game they're down, and then they have like a big late third quarter into the fourth quarter, and they pull these wins out. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be a very rough game for their defense. To handle Bijan Robinson, though, Um, I really think this is a plus matchup for Texas, um, and I think they get it done. What do you think?
1: I I agree. I think the line's a little curious. I mean, I know they're home and everything in seven points, and I guess in college, it's not too crazy. But um, I I agree. I think it's a a picture-perfect matchup for them. I think that TCU has struggled kind of to stop the run all year. And Bijan Robinson's a fucking freak, dude. Uh, I think Sark knows that he's the bread and butter. They just got to feed him, and he's going to win them this game.
0: Yeah, uh, this is a really interesting game, especially in terms of of draft guys. Uh, Texas is Texas is loaded. Um, I wrote down Ewers, Robinson, Jordan Whittington, Xavier Worthy, sophomore Jadavion Sanders, their tight end, really good sophomore, um, Quentin Johnson and Cadre Miller so, listen seven guys that are all going to be nfl guys um and the over 70 uh 65 i think i'm taking the over in this game i don't know about you
1: yeah i mean this this game screams over uh texas defense especially in that second half they kind of uh struggled a little bit uh, against kansas state and their off- their offense was really non existent so that's the only thing that's kind of worrying me i feel like when they get uh a little too not run dependent, but I guess like it's when they, when the other team knows they're going to run it, they, that's where they lead to some, uh, struggles. That offensive line is still kind of young and, uh, they're still working their way through. Uh, Ewers, I think in order for Texas to actually come away with this win, though, Ewers needs to protect the ball. He can't have any stupid ass turnovers. And I think, like I said, I think this game needs to run through Robinson.
0: All right. Big game for TCU. They, they, they really need this one. They got a, a tough, tough schedule. They got Texas this week. They got Baylor next week. And then an Iowa State team who's not particularly good, but I feel like Iowa State's always plays tough. Dude, this um, Big
1: Twelve is fucking they're very tight right now. I feel like this Big Twelve is like Big Ten in basketball. Yeah. Like any team can beat anyone.
0: Right. It really is. Um and they're really controlling their own destiny right now for TCU. So I hope for Dean's sake they pull this game out.
1: <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I, I don't, I really don't see, Uh, I mean, maybe I'll be wrong, but I, I've been saying it for weeks. I don't see TCU making the playoffs. I think they'll, they'll, they think this, their time's going to end up coming back to get them, you know?
0: Right. I mean, if there was a game that they would lose, it's gotta be this one, right? I mean. Over the next three. I think
1: they're at Baylor, right?
0: Um, they are at Baylor. I,
1: I mean, I know Baylor has had a disappointing year, but that's a fucking tough game for them. I really do think that's a tough matchup. I can see them losing two games back to back personally. Yikes. Yeah. They, they just fall hard. Big tree fall hard.
0: Talk about some real madness. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, And let's stay with that madness right now. I've been trying to get um a college football playoff parlay. And I kind of want to put in a few, and see how it pays out right now georgia minus minus four thousand to get in ohio state minus 700 tennessee is minus 250 find that very interesting um michigan is plus 135 and that is the top four right now if you were going to parlay all of those it would be uh 100 to win 285
1: Say say those four teams one more That's, time. I was it's, reading it's
0: Dean's the, dumb text. The the two SEC teams, Georgia, Tennessee, and the two Big Ten teams, um, Ohio State and Michigan. No. Okay.
1: I I, I mean I like it. At a, a theory and principle, I kind of like it, but just come on, man, don't do it.
0: Um, <laughs> well, I was going to put in a few. That was going to be the big. Okay. That was that was going to be the big one. Just, and what was that plus what? It was like it was plus two eighty five. That's it? I mean, you're picking you're really only picking one team. I think the three That's not true. I think Georgia and Tennessee are pretty much a lock right now. I disagree. Really?
1: Yeah, I, I disagree. I think um I mean I think it's uh Georgia is kinda of, I mean, yeah, Georgia is a lock and I think Ohio and then the Big Ten Championship is a lock. Right. I think those are the two locks, personally. So I think you're – and I I, feel like the – I know we were saying the college football playoff, they want money and everything, but, dude, they would get – I feel like the backlash if they put two SEC and two Big Ten teams in.
0: Oh, yeah, it would be miserable. I mean, you can do that if TCU loses and if Oregon doesn't look good in this – who or whoever wins the – Pac 12 championship, like, isn't as impressive as the loser of the Ohio State Michigan game.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just think optics, it would be tough, but I, I do agree in principle. And maybe it could happen. Who the fuck knows? But, right. um,
0: last week we were talking about three SEC teams, possibly.
1: Yeah. I know. We got a little, <laughs> little cray cray, but, um,
0: all yeah. right. So, so how about, all right. Let's just say I have Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee. I, I really feel like Tennessee's going to be in it at the end of the day.
1: Really? I think Tennessee gets left out now.
0: Who do you think who do you think end up being the four teams?
1: Uh right now
0: Georgia, you're going to say Ohio State. Georgia, yeah. Ohio State.
1: Georgia, Ohio State. Fuck. Uh yeah, Tennessee gets in probably. No.
0: <laughs> like I mean, that's the only way they would get left out is if TCU goes undefeated, and Oregon most likely because they're the only undefeated in the conference right now. They dominate their way through the Pac-12, and their only losses to Georgia in the first game of the season. I don't know, right? I think that's the only way they get left out.
1: I guess the question is: is if if, I think it's going to come down to that Ohio State Michigan game? If that's a close battle. I can see Tennessee getting left out because Tennessee versus Georgia was kind of like kind of one sided.
0: See, then you have Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and then who do you think gets in?
1: Oregon, maybe. If Oregon runs the table and they look fucking impressive, I could see them getting in. It's it's annoying. I don't think it's going to happen, but I could see it.
0: Plus eight thirty five right now. Really? You see,
1: in my head, like, how the fuck is that? So much more than like two SEC and two Big Ten teams.
0: I I mean they I think most I think the line for Tennessee at minus two fifty right now is a couple of things. It's the lack of belief that TCU will go undefeated, which is fair. That's very fair, and the Pac twelve winner. They haven't really played anybody outside of getting blown out of by Georgia for Oregon. USC hasn't beaten anybody really of, and UCLA is kind of that, that third team, even though I think they're the most impressive of the three.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: crazy, but I, that's where that line is. For I think me. that
1: I, well, I think it is. I think that if Oregon can, if Oregon wins out, I think the PAC 12 championship game is going to get them over the hump personally, because they're going to have to play one of those two tough teams. Right. So uh, yeah, I kind of like that. As you said, it's plus eight something. Plus 835. I kind of like that.
0: I was going to do Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, and TCU. Um, Plus 1130. And then do one other one.
1: Honestly, out of principle, you might as well sprinkle on the uh, Big Ten SEC one. Because that would just be cool to have.
0: (laughs) How many do I do? That's what I was trying to do today. I was literally trying to, like, I was putting down all the odds, like, where I could still make money on all of these. Sprinkle on three. Do I, the, the it has to be three. The plus 280, the plus
1: 800, then the plus 1200 one or whatever.
0: But then, like, I'm leaving myself very vulnerable if Michigan beats Ohio State.
1: Really? I think, I think the playoff committee loves Ohio State. I think if they beat Ohio State in a really close matchup, I don't think... I still think it's like the same concept. Like whether if if Ohio State beat Michigan in a close matchup.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I might wait on these. <laughs> Damn. I'm gonna pussy out. Um probably not. I'll probably end up getting like really big later and <laughs> throwing down like four of them. Let's talk about some bets that we actually put in already. Preach. All right. Let's talk about some actual bets. Uh, I'll read out Dino real quick because he texted me just shortly ago. As we know, Dino has been riding on TCU. He's got TCU plus seven, minus 105. He said it was minus 110 originally and then changed it to minus 105. I don't buy that. He's got it at 105. Um, (laughs) so, So he's got all five units on that one. Ray, what do you got?
1: That fucking just annoys me, but I'll 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 just keep going. Whatever. Um, you so I took UNC and Wake Forest. The, I took the first half over in that 38.5. I think this is gonna be an absolute fucking <laughs> slug fest. I think there's gonna be points, points, points. I think it's gonna be super fun to watch. I'm actually excited to watch it. I love me some Drake May. I love that Wake Forest offense. So I put a, a unit on that at minus one ten. And then I just put the fucking put the rest of it. Uh Indiana at Ohio State over 13 and a half first quarter. Ohio State's not gonna have their offense is gonna come out fucking shooting after that fucking terrible week last week. Uh Indiana let up 45 points to Penn State last week or something like that. And Penn State's fucking whack. So I think I think this one's a lock. I love my Ohio State uh over 13 and a half in the first quarter always. So I'll take it. That's minus 148 I got it at four units to win two point seven two.
0: Um, yeah, our cycles like must be aligned for the past <laughs> few weeks because we have just been betting the exact same things the past few weeks. I'm completely with you with this over 13 and a half for Ohio State, Indiana. I think this is a big get right game for Ohio State. Um, I think they put it on Indiana, honestly. Um, and you got kind of smoked with that line. I got it at minus one thirty. Um I got two units on that to win 1- one point five four. Um, and then I got an eight point teaser. I do have UNC Wake Forest game. I got UNC plus 11 and a half. Um, and then I got Penn State minus two and a half against Maryland. Um, hate betting on Penn State, but it was a really good tease line. Um, Clifford's going to break the record this week for Penn State. Um, hoping I get a little Aller in, um, <laughs> but I don't think it matters who plays quarterback for Penn State. Not sure about. Uh, Talia Tugavilo is uh, availability in this game because he looked like shit last week, and people were saying he might get benched. Um, so, like that one. And, and Sam Hartman struggling for Wake Forest. His last two games, back to back losses. Uh, I think five picks over the last two games, too. So, um, like you said, like Drake May, like 11 and a half, three units to win 2.73. Um, and then I'll wrap up my five units.
1: Nice. Oh, uh, quick question, when what site and uh when did you get that Ohio State bet? Just curious.
0: Um I I'm a fan to a man. I'm a company man. Um they're client. We don't talk we don't talk bad. Um and I bet that at like 6:30.
1: Oh, word. Okay.
0: Yeah. Why? When did you get it?
1: I I I mean probably like 7:30 I took it.
0: Ah. Uh. Damn, my bet. They were like, the Sharps are on this one.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Move the line. <laughs> yeah, you may owe me, bro. Fuck.
0: All right, that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed part one of our college football preview. Stick with us. We got part two with the NFL. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our new Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two and stick with us as we continue this 2022-2023 season. Ray, appreciate you. Peace.